This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Oh. Hey, everyone. It is Tuesday, and you know what that means. We bring back our expert series, and we bring back Omar. How you doing, man? Pretty good, Michael. Thank you for having me. How are hey, you? I'm doing wonderful. So, hey, I, uh, I knew you were good, or I know you are good. And uh, I saw a Facebook post from somebody else in my network flashing performance at Intero. And it had a whole kind of like top-down food chain of the number one agents. And this individual, let's just say, wasn't in the top spot, wasn't on the second rung. And then I look at it and go, hey, I know that guy at the top. He's one of my expert series. So Omar, I want our first interview or discussion today to be about what does it take to become a number one agent, a number one producer for Southern California? We're not talking some little podunk town where there's four agents. You are in the perhaps the most, if not second most competitive market only to New York City in Southern California. So, dude, what does it take to be number one? And you've been number one for a while now. Uh, you know, I appreciate that, Michael. Thank you. Um, I'm not number one in all of Southern California, but just I'm the top spot at um, our current company, which sure. is Intero Real Estate Services here. In well, Tokyo. that's enough for me. You're the number one agent in my book for Southern California. <laughs> Take that oh, to okay, the bank. Cool. All right, cool. I appreciate that. Um, you know, it, it's there, there's a lot of there's a lot of things to go into it. There's accumulation of trial and error oh. uh, throughout the career, because what you think might work now may not work five years from now. Hmm. And what worked for me back then is, you know, I was just a new guy. I was uh, just like everybody else in that's in, that's in the real estate game. That's getting their licenses, and you know the crowd might be a little different. But anybody who listens to this, um, as you become an agent, you're going to be you, what you want to do is how I established it is I took my being buyer's agent type deal, and I mastered how to become a buyer's agent. Okay, mm-hmm. first and foremost, because there was a ton of buyers, so it's like you got to master that a- avenue. I became a good buyer's agent, became like the number one or number two or number three in my whole area, which is pretty decent. Mm-hmm. But the, the best part was that that I remembered all these people. I put them in a system in a database. It was an Excel spreadsheet. I'm not going to sit there and tell you that I had a great CRM. I yeah. did not. It was an Excel spreadsheet as to who I represented throughout my years. So those buyers that bought all these nice properties, guess what they did later when mm-hmm. it appreciated? They all called me back because I kept in touch with them. So if I were to tell you that there's the easiest way to probably receive deals without working, okay, without working too much, is establish yourself in the beginning, create a database that you touch, you know, and they'll end up feeding you down the road. Okay, that's just one step, though. Mm-hmm. So I would say the database aspect of it, the, the, the second step, there's so many steps. So I'm just going to give you a few. Yeah. Um, after that, I started learning how to become a listing agent because that whole terminology as in this industry, you're going to list to last very, very true. And it's super key because when the market changes, 
you want to be the person that provides the inventory. So, but you don't become a good listing agent unless you practice your skills and your craft at your business. Mm. So I started, you know, just touching and, and, and dipping into the listing aspect, still had my buyer business, mm -hmm. but then I got better at listing at the listing game. Okay. And then once you master the listing game and by all means, I'm not mastering the listing game. I just go on so many appointments that numbers will speak for themselves. I get a lot of no's. And if I could change a few things, I would probably get more yeses. And that means I would do that much better. I think I'm at about 85 to 92% of all listings I go on, I normally take. Wow. But if, you, but if you go on a lot of them, the numbers just, you know, there's a whole bunch that I don't get, but I go on a lot. Yeah. So the ones I do get make up for it. So in, in essence, if you're listening, master becoming a buyer's agent and that's what worked for me it may not work for you right now in this industry because it's different because right now it's a seller's market yeah so go out and find more sellers to sell create the inventory but in the market that i was in i became a good buyer's agent then i became a great listing agent and then the buyer the buyers still would come and i would refer them to my team or i would take the ones that i've already worked with before and they wanted the, Hey, no, I want to take, I, I want Omar to take care of me. I want to, I want Omar to go find me a property. No problem. I took care of it because that was my repeat business. Mm -hmm. But after all of that, you still are going to have peaks and valleys in this business. It's, it's, it's whether it's, what do you want? Do you want to be the number one person? Do you want to be the number 10 person? It doesn't matter. There's no right answer or wrong. Right. It just, it, it all depends on what you want as your family income what it's going to take to keep moving forward, to pay your bills, to live comfortably, to go on vacations, to pay your, your nice car and all that good stuff. But what is it that you want? You need to ask yourself. I wasn't in this business to just play, to just be second place. <laughs> I wasn't not. I, I wasn't at all. The minute you're not I wired, got, you're not, not wired to be second, huh? <laughs> no, because the, the thing is all of us, if we ask, if we ask everybody, um, do you want to be in second place? Yeah. Everyone's going to say no. Yeah. But the thing is, what, what are they doing to get to first place and what are they implementing in their brain and understanding and asking questions and, and, and being on, on, on zoom calls, you know, with the man right here, literally yeah. like I asked the questions. The thing is you got to humble yourself that you don't know it all. I don't care where you're at in life truly. Yeah. And because I would say it's a more mindset because I had that spot Initially, when I started, um, I had, I was the new guy, somebody yeah. else was number one. Yeah. You mean just, you didn't, you didn't roll into this, getting your license. You're the number one guy that first week. I mean, come on. Didn't no, happen? <laughs> no, no. Didn't happen for like 10 years. Oh, I'm so glad you said that people. Did you just hear that? How long did it take? 10 years to even have some type of success. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that. Wow. Because it, 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 it's the time, Michael. It's 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 the compounding learning and knowledge and skill set and training over time. Then all of a sudden, bam! Just like when you buy a rental property the first time, yeah. okay? That house I bought ten years ago, eleven years ago for forty thousand dollars wasn't cash flowing much. It was two three hundred bucks because rent was so low. Yeah. But look at the compounding, not interest, but compounding equity and stuff. This is a different ball game, but just. You can correlate the same because 10 years now, my, that property is worth 250,000 and I yeah. bought it for 40, but I didn't see it until now. Exactly. So yeah, 
go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, man, let me just go back and summarize things yes. that you said that are so meaningful, even to the investing or entrepreneur game. A, uh, you humbled yourself, right? You mm -hmm. had a goal, but you knew where you were starting. Oh, just priceless. The fact that you admitted it took 10 years to hit your goal. I mean, people need to go back and listen to that. You said it like it was nothing, but most people are not willing to commit 10 years. They're not willing and, to commit four or five, Michael. Exactly. And again, I got to tell you, I don't know what a number one agent makes in, uh, at, an, uh, at a brokerage in Southern California, but it ain't, it ain't nothing. It's, it's more than that. So again, a 10-year investment to become that is, is tremendous. Uh, again, you talked about focus, right? The market you are in started as a buyer's market. You focused there. You didn't get distracted with 17 other things. You, you mastered your craft and then extended. Um, you, oh, you're trying new things. I mean, you started your walkthrough by going, hey, sometimes you got to change, right? The world is different. What worked for you in 2015 is not working in 2020. No. I mean, there are so many things you dropped there. People should really go back and listen to it. And we're talking about this as the number one real estate agent. But I mean, you take out the word real estate agent, you could put in entrepreneur, you can put in flipper, you can put in wholesaler. All of that applies. It was nicely done, man. That was off the cuff, no less. That was pretty cool. Yeah, thanks, Michael. I mean, I, I will tell everyone that's on this call and anybody that's listening, when you get to a point of not even saying mastering, Okay. I just, I'm just okay at it. Mm -hmm. I don't say I'm a, I'm super great because people that keep on building their skill set will be better. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's, you're born with talent. Okay. Some people are born with talent, but the person who develops themselves every single day with skill will outperform the person that has talent that thinks that, Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Just watch. There's other people that have better talent than me, but I just started implementing more of my skill set and got better and better and better and better. And now guess what happens? Championships are won by skill. Signatures are taken by skill, not by just pure talent. Yeah. I, That's, yeah. people need to hear that again, that, I mean, that plays in the sports world. I mean, um, I was never the best at anything, but I was willing to work at something. Yeah. And, you know, if you're willing, I mean, uh, every sport, whether it's basketball or football or wrestling or you know, whatever it is, there are people that are just born with God-given talent, just God-given. For sure. No question. Those no people, question. when you find somebody with God-given talent and a work ethic, watch out. Watch out. Yeah, because they don't need to do it that hard. They, they don't need to focus that much. Yeah, but thankfully for us mere mortals, most people don't have both. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thankfully, the world would be different. <laughs> yeah. You know, I will take I will take somebody with the work ethic. When I hired, I mean, I built sales teams. I've successfully taken uh, software products from zero to a hundred million a couple of times, and I wow. will take the dogged perf worker who would just look to get better every day, versus mm -hmm. somebody who comes in all. I know what's up. Yeah, I said, yeah, look at my track record. I've been doing this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, this this is hard. Going from zero to 100 million, that's very different than going from 100 million to a billion. It's just different. You don't have the references. You don't have this. You don't, you don't have a database. Going from zero to 100 million is 10 times harder than going from 100 million to a billion. So I want a certain talent. I want work. Talent means very little. If you have no references, no proof points, no quotes, 
talent means squat. You're going to sit on your hands and go, I don't have any client references. Nobody loves me. Nobody knows my name. They won't take a meeting. I want to get the person that's going to make a thousand phone calls, get 999 no's, and then gets that yes. Yep. Because that's, that's the, the motivation. They oh, need. yeah. Because then Thanks. you get rolling. And pretty soon it's one out of a thousand. Then it's five out of a thousand. Then it's 10 out of a thousand. 10%. The person that's talents quit already. They're, you know, they're, they're on to somewhere else. So it's, I'm, exactly. it's, it's amazing. Our conversations just so relate to everything I've done. Um, and, and if I didn't say it earlier, congrats, uh, 10 year commitment, uh, staying at it, staying humble as you are today, still being number one, man. Um, I just want to applaud you and, and, congratulate you thank you for giving us time every tuesday absolutely you're welcome michael thank yeah. you can I add one more thing yeah i was gonna say any closing yeah. thoughts go for yeah. it yeah you know what um when you get to a point of success and how you measure it is 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 different for everybody but in this case i was able to um create or master or get better at listing the listing game right helping owners sell their property that is the number one way that I was able to obtain more investments because you can provide more solutions, add value. The person that gets paid the most in any business adds the most value and brings that to the table. Mm -hmm. So if you provide more solutions for your owners, sellers, and you're in front of them, it gives you so many more opportunities. You got to remember though, you got to see the opportunity. You got to think as an entrepreneur, not just as an agent mm -hmm. or an investor. And then if you're an investor that's listening to this, you still have the same, the, 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 the same playing field because you're in front of sellers and owners. You're providing a service for them. You're creating their situation. You're making it easier for them to move forward so you can buy their home. Yeah. Honestly, it goes hand in hand. So stick to it. Remember, like figure out what, because you're going to quit for yourself, hundred percent. You will quit for yourself. But if you put a why in front of it, why are you doing the business? If it's for your family, if it's your daughter, if your, your, your son, your significant other, your wife, your team, if you're doing all of this for something, you won't quit, but yeah. it has to be strong enough. Oh, absolutely. That why is so important. And what I tell people about the why is you got to be able to feel it. Mm -hmm. Lots of people give me a why and they say the words and, you know, they do this and that, but I can tell they don't feel it, like feel it at their core. Cause there will be dark days. There will be days that the world would just go against you and shoot. There may be dark weeks or months in this business. Oh, it, there will be, that will be happening. Yeah. yeah. And, and you've got to feel it. It's got to get, it's got to be a fire in your belly or whatever analogy you want to use. Um, and for me, it, it was, I can still close my eyes and I do this on occasion still. And remember being at my home as a teenager, I might've been 12. So, you know, 12, 13, realizing that we were about to lose the house. I was going to have to move to Michigan with my grandparents as someplace I, I think I'd been once. Um, and just realizing that my life was going to be fundamentally different because, you know, we were housing insecure, food insecure, life was tough. I never wanted to feel that way again. You want to know why I've had two or three jobs at different points in my life? You want to know why I went to college and paid for it? You want to know why I got a master's degree? You want to know why I look at my real estate market 20 minutes a day? It's because I never want to feel that way again, ever. That's a huge why. Oh, you, I mean, ever, ever, ever. Just point blank, ever. So that's very, huge. That's very awesome. cool. You're never going to take that why away from me. And the fact yeah. is it's 40 years ago and I could still feel it at my core that feeling of helplessness and 
lack of financial whatever it's and uncertainty uh, yeah it's just oh and the real tragedy is there are families that are going to go through it today because again you and i talk about the market all the time and all of that and right now i know there are families and there's 12 year old boys 12 year old girls that unfortunately are going to have that moment and it sucks uh but i hope they turn it into a positive they hope it becomes their fire for when they're adults and um yeah it's uh it's just uh, it just sucks. This this Q4 is going to suck for a lot of people. Oh, but I digress. Congrats on being number one. Sorry, I went down a little bit of a rat hole, a little emotional okay. there. <laughs> All, right. All right, man. This is this has been a great conversation. What it takes to be number one. Thanks, man.